Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. She seems perfectly fine. A lot of these women are just extremely. Basic. There's not a lot to break down. Just, I mean, and I mean, maybe that's what Ari's looking for. I'm not here to judge that. Um, Actually, 100 percent, you are here to judge that. <laughs> and of course, as as soon as the season starts, I always like decide I love all of them, and I'm like, I'm sorry, you're great. Yes. Oh no, no. <laughs> the, the bio breakdown is our basest, bitchiest selves, and then we just grow to love everyone. Yeah, mostly. Mostly. Um, you know what? Even if I don't love someone, I'll probably like reevaluate them in, yeah. in a few months because that's what this show does to us. And even if I don't love them, I probably will still think they're all too good for Ari. Um, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and that's what matters here. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on the Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. We're back. And so is Ari Leyendijk Jr. It's been five years. Uh, It feels like it's been five years since we last recorded a podcast. So much has happened. And it's actually very literally been five years since we saw Ari. He hasn't changed a bit. I mean, a little here and there. Like a like a like little, a little bit. Um, but I mean, probably a lot of you guys don't even know Ari. I know there have been like a lot of new listeners come to the Bachelor franchise and to here to make friends since he was on Emily's season. We didn't exist, actually, during Emily's season. And The Bachelor realizes that a lot of its viewers are like, who the fuck is this dude that we just picked to be our lead? So this week, they took some time to reintroduce us to the former race car driver and to introduce us via bios and a few little snippets to all 29 of his bachelorettes. So to rev up. Oh, no, there's going to be so many bad racing puns during this season. Mostly from me. To rev up for this season, we're going to break down ABC's Countdown to Ari special and the Bachelorette bios. Let's buckle up. Eh? Okay, so this special, I actually missed it and... When I watched it back, I was really sad that I missed the opportunity to live. It would have been a really good live tweet moment. There Um, were a lot of we missed out moments that just begged for a tweet, and I went to Twitter, and it just wasn't the right moment. No, I mean, yeah, I don't think interrupting Roy Moore, Doug Jones, Twitter with a late tweet about a Bachelor special would have been like the best move. Yeah, I don't think that my brand play right now (laughs) is to seem that out of touch, but. 
basically, we have a lot of things to accomplish in this countdown to Ari, which is who is Ari? Why did people like him when he was on Emily's season? And who is he going to be dating? I kind of loved how Chris Harrison was like, you all remember Arias. My first thought was, nope, probably most people don't remember him at all. Well, I think that Chris is really leaning into this like new era of just say something enough times that Alternative people facts. start to think it's yeah. probably true. Yeah. We're like, being gaslit by Chris Harrison. <laughs> I mean, that's nothing new, but like it was really on display, this particular episode. Um, and obviously the main way they tried to introduce us to Ari is just a montage of his kisses. I kind of enjoyed the flashbacks to Emily's season. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It was my my the first season that I watched The Bachelorette and recapped it. And so I have a lot of um, affection for her. And I really liked him at the time. And it sort yeah. of reminded me why I liked him at the time. And it also reminded me that almost none of the qualities that I liked about him translate super well into being the lead and, like, <laughs> juggling 29 women. Yeah, because his thing is that he was the kissing bandit or whatever. He just, like, and he'd made like, out with Emily. Really and he liked dating more mature women. Like, he dated women who had children. He wanted to be a dad. Yeah, his ex before Emily also had kids. But here we are. Here we are. <laughs> I mean— Part of the issue that I kept running up against in this episode is that he was on The Bachelorette five years ago. He's in his late 30s. And he's like, now that I've been on The Bachelorette, I know that I'm ready for love and I know more about myself. And it's like, like okay, what? so what's the five last five years? years we also about that. know that in those five years, he was apparently going to sororities and hooking up with 20-year-olds. And his last ex-girlfriend that he broke up with I think four weeks before they announced him as The Bachelor, not connected because they decided to last minute. She was 25. Yeah. So I I just have a hard time believing that, like, this is a person who, because of his great love with Emily, decided that he needed to settle right down. Yeah. I mean, it really does seem more like what he took away from being on The Bachelorette is that he knows he really wants to hook up with a lot of 22-year-olds, <laughs> which is— Perfect, I mean, <laughs> actually, for being the lead of this show. I know. And we saw a lot of clips of him, like, making out on jet skis and at restaurant tables and, like— Against in, walls, most importantly. Against walls. Um, and, like, it is much different than seeing a guy— kiss the lead it's like if he really likes to kiss and he has 29 women to kiss he's gonna make out with all of them and it's gonna be weird for everyone (laughs) and i'm not super excited about it but he is like a photogenic kisser he is like i do enjoy watching him make out yeah and And that's rare it is and like i think that everyone assumes they look like that when they're having no one looks like that no one looks like that and i I I want to know. I guess I think part of it is the hand placement because and he doesn't. It's not too much tongue. Not too much tongue. He kind of holds. The, the, they're kind of it's leading nice. to each other. At yeah, the right it looks angle. it looks pleasant. Yeah. Um, 
I also did. Had you forgotten that he had flown down and given Emily his journal? Yes. I for, totally forgot about how wrenching that after the final rose was. So basically, Ari was the runner-up on Emily's yes. season. She picked Jeff Holm, who also was close friends with Ari for a while, and is the reason that we're now hearing that he likes to hook up with. Because apparently, girls. they did this together. Yeah, gross. Um, so. Ari uh, was heartbreakingly dumped by Emily before the final rose ceremony. And then on after the final rose, he revealed that he flew down to where she lives in, in Charlotte and left her his, his journal. Yeah, journal from his time on the show. Uh, yeah, and was sort of told her and Chris Harrison on the show, like, I wanted Emily to see how I really felt about her and I didn't want to stop fighting for her. And Chris said, oh, Emily, did you read the journal? And she said no. And you just see Ari's face, like, it, flinch. And it, it was really sad. Oh, it was. It was also a moment in which the her top three were so beloved at yeah. that time. All three of them. Jeff, Ari, and Sean, Sean. Who obviously went on to become And he and Bachelor. Ari are still friends. Yes. As far as we know. As far as we know. Um, they always trot out Sean and Catherine when they want to prove that The Bachelor leads to beautiful, wholesome families. Oh, yeah. That was another thing that we <laughs> learned last night is that many successful couples have come out of The Bachelor. Like, I would say— Four. Four. <laughs> four, maybe five. And also Desiree and Chris are never I know. shown, which is kind of weird. But it's still—they don't have a great track record— Compared to just, like, people who work together, for example. Yeah, doesn't or... Chris have a baby? Now I'm kind of offended on their behalf that they weren't included. I guess Molly and Jason have kids and they weren't either. Yeah, but they didn't win. True. I mean, Well, Molly didn't win. That's kind of like an odd semi-blemish, semi Yeah, like, I do success. feel like they trot them out, though, more than Desiree and Chris, which is it's weird. It's why. a weird thing. Yeah. But, um... We got all of the uh, the advice from the former Bachelor couples. Did it creep you out at all that Ari looked at Sean and Catherine's, like, one-and-a-half-year-old and was like, what's your type? Do you like blondes? Yes. Like, what? But on the other hand, I will say this. People always do that to girl babies. Yeah, and it creeps me out it that way, too. It creeps me more that way. <laughs> I'm like, fine, sexualize the little boy. I did appreciate that, kidding, Catherine, that Catherine was like— he likes mommy. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. Um, and I guess they're pregnant again. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to them. They they are genuinely sweet. We've met them and they were a delight. Yeah. And we also got to meet some of Ari's family, including his dad, Ari Lyondike Sr., who is the successful, successful race car race driver. Car driver. <laughs> I loved how his dad was like, Ari is... <laughs> A good driver. Yeah, I, I noticed that. <laughs> it's like your own dad damning you with faint praise. Pretty harsh. But I guess Ari is in real estate now based on something that someone said. Part real estate, part race car driving. Right. It's just about – because he wants to be more grounded, not because he's not that good at right. racing. And it is a classic career combo, real estate and race car driving. <laughs> I guess you have flexibility. Yeah, that's true. I know a lot of like actors who do real estate on the side. Oh, I thought you were going to say actors who do race car driving on the side. No, I mean, that would honestly be really <laughs> impressive. Uh, well, Ari's now sort of all three. That's true. Um, so apparently after Emily broke up with him, he was racing constantly to drown his heartache, but 
He's slowing it down now. His brother, Alec, just got married. His brother was cute. His brother and his new <laughs> wife, Haley, do a talking head interview together dressed in matching fabric. Did you catch no. that? No. What? Oh, my God. Wait, that's horrifying, and I can't believe I didn't notice that. He's wearing, like, a, a little short sleeve button-down shirt, and she's wearing a little short-sleeved sundress. Couples don't same, do this. It's like do a not, white do fabric not do with this. a black pattern on it, like a really distinctive pattern. I'm upset I, now. I was... I... I just, like, stared at the TV with my mouth open for, like, five minutes. Um, because, like, where do you get that? Did they have them custom made? I wouldn't. I mean, did they both go maybe. to, like, a Southern Living store together? And they were just Probably. like, we both love this. Okay. Well, maybe that's a thing in other parts of the country, in which case I support it and I celebrate it. <laughs> um, and... I loved also how they show Ari and his brother looking at Alex's wedding photos, and they're just like, this is great. Her dress is pretty. And I was like, you guys have never done this before, have you? <laughs> but I appreciate the effort. And Ari apparently realized he wanted to settle down when he was sad and alone at his brother's wedding. Yeah. A real turning point for him. That's what weddings are for. <laughs> to pressure yeah. into getting married. Um. And we also get some intro packages to some of the young ladies. We do. Uh, uh, we meet Mikkel, 23-year-old photographer. 22. She's 22. According to what I wrote down. Oh. Maybe she had her birthday on the show. Maybe she did. Some of these people, you know, it, yeah, they span yeah. two ages. Um, and... Classic 22, 23-year-old who hopes one day she'll find love. It's hard to imagine since she's been alone on this earth for so long. Um, and then a 26-year-old. Uh, does that Tia? From Tia. Wiener, Arkansas. Who is Raven's bestie. Makes sense. She also has a very, I love guns she and fishing. She loves guns and fishing. Sort of bio. Um, but I Raven don't relate. turned out to be great, although I we share very little in common with her. Raven didn't never said she loved guns. That's I true. will say that. Um, but um, I'm sure Tia is a lovely person because Raven seems to have good taste in, in yeah. human beings. We're optimistic. Yeah. Uh, Becca, who is the ageless one of the group. She is hiding her age from Ari. She has a great haircut. Really liking I, the short this hair. This was like the biggest thing that jumped out at me about this entire uh, episode. Is that there's a girl with short there's hair. There's a girl with a pixie cut who is like a front runner. She's She's shown. stunning. Having a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with him. Like he's like, I always have a great time with you. And I keep, I all I could look at was her hair. I loved it. I loved I've it so much. She looked great. A girl. I wish I had the bone structure to pull off a pixie cut. It will never happen for me. But She is just extremely gorgeous. And she has like one of those elfin faces that can pull off any length of hair yes. and still look very feminine. But I still like I I thought that like at least shoulder length hair was a requirement to be on The Bachelor. So yeah, is this the back. only someone let us know, is she the only girl with a pixie cut to ever appear on this show? This is like the it greatest might be the, this is the greatest forward uh, for the Bachelor. This franchise. is honestly the biggest step towards diversity that this season has made. That's, so yeah, that's true. Sadly. Uh then we meet Nisha, who's 30 and a nurse in South Carolina. Uh, is it horrible that my first thought was like, this is a woman of color who's also 30. There's no way she makes it past like episode four. Rachel. 
I know I just do not have as high hopes for um, Ari's tastes as I did for Nick's. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Um, I also loved that Misha, uh, her package is about how much she loves blood. I loved that. She literally (laughs) says, sometimes we get people in with gunshot wounds. Love it. She said, the more blood, the better for me. I wrote that one down. (laughs) I mean, if you're going to, if you have that kind of mindset, then you should certainly be a nurse. As opposed to becoming like a serial killer. Um, And I respect that. Well, on the other side of that (laughs) is Kendall Long, who collects taxidermy. Yes. So it's, the blood is gone. Right. But she prefers the other dead parts. Yeah. There, I was sort of unclear on whether that was her personal taxidermy collection (laughs) that we were viewing. She's shown in She has a lot of space if that is her personal collection. I think she was at a taxidermy store, which is the kind of business I rarely think about. So that was exciting. Uh, we meet Marique. She is 27, and she owns an Indian restaurant with her mom. I just got hungry watching that package. I was yeah. like, I would like to have some of whatever food you're making. <laughs> She's like, I hope Ari can handle my spice. And I was like, did they ask you to say that? Yes. Um, I'm going to answer that question. <laughs> yes. And we meet Carolyn, who is a 26-year-old realtor. She has From so Florida. much in common with Ari. Because <laughs> she's also she also sells... She sells real estate and she wants kids. So two most important things. Yeah. Um, there's a brief detour to do the worst kisses in Bachelor history, which just seemed kind of mean to me. It is kind of mean. And also poor Jamie. Yeah. That clip gets trotted out so often. It was the number one worst kiss. And I just let her be at this point. Let that kiss die. Yeah. I didn't like it's at this point it's not even interesting to see it again i, no, I also I rachel and fred's was number five like that was not i don't think it bad. was the kiss that was bad it was the fact that they had completely different ideas of how good it was oh th- yes that's true but, but i just no, felt like some right, of the other wasn't. stuff was worse jason and shannon's kiss i had forgotten and it was i had never so seen that clip bad that was awful she's w- crying and she keeps saying jason i have so much to offer you Jason, I want you to open up to me. Jason! (laughs) And then gets napkin all over her, like wet bits of napkin all over her face, and then she tries to kiss him. I was like, oh, sweetie. And she was picking her nose. (sighs) She was like, this is just me. This is how I am. And I was like, The Bachelor is not the place to pull that. I'm sorry. And I say that as someone who very much is like, if you can't handle me picking my nose on a date, then we're not going to work out. Yeah, there was, you know, it was a little brutal. Yeah. Um, moving along. Yeah. Then. I, keep, I kept thinking it was over, like, after me each too. segment. I was I like, like okay, nope, so there is another one. So then we had all the babies, the baby tour, which we kind of already touched on. Yeah, lots of babies. I don't know if there's that much to say. Babies are real cute. All of them. Yeah. I'm excited for Carly and Evan. And then we got some teasers of what's going to happen this season. Honestly, the number of people, like former Bachelor contestants, Chris Harrison, who are like, Ari's hopes of falling in love this season are really sincere. <laughs> like, they sounded so much like Donald Trump being like, I am so busy reading documents. I don't have time to watch TV. It's like, if that were true, you wouldn't have to say it so much. And also, like, by saying, like, his intentions are truly sincere, you're implying that other that we all aren't. Or that we all think that they're not, which we do all think that they're right. not. But 
It was a it was a very um transparently desperate attempt to right. reassure the audience. They're like, we know that you all think that Ari is just here to snatch a few more seconds of fame, but no. And then we get Ari walking over dunes in a suit, which was never contextualized. It was extremely confusing. I think all I have next to that note is, what the fuck is he doing on a dune sand backdrop? Yeah, I don't... Well, we may never find out. Yeah. Um... Then we just cut to all the women describing how hot and also manly he is. Yeah, which is, again, hard to buy at this point. Um, he, there's a lot of making out, mm-hmm. um, a lot of white women, and someone named Crystal. That's literally yeah. what I took away from that. Um, I really enjoyed <laughs> the single mom who literally says, being a single mother, I think I deserve more time with Ari than the other girls, and then tells the women, I'm not a bitch, that's the thing, I'm a mother, as if those are two things that can't (laughs) exist in the same person. Like, maybe they don't. Maybe you are a mother and also not a bitch, but, like— Not mutually exclusive. Pushing a child out of your vagina does not, like, automatically make you But it doesn't completely alter your personality. No. So— I know it's surprising, but here we are. And it seems it seems like at some point one of the women's exes comes to get her. I hope, yeah. Or like that was intriguing to me. At first I kept thinking it was an Ari voiceover saying like, "No, I don't want to be on the show. I just want my girl." And I was like, "Okay, but that's what the show is about." And then I realized it was someone <laughs> It was else certainly not Ari who like showed up to get her back. Um, that's probably going to happen early in the season. It's usually what happens. Um, yeah, so that's Countdown to Ari. And it really made us tepidly interested in watching this season. Yeah. Yeah, tepidly. I think that's a great way <laughs> to put it. Was that too strong? No, I think that was correct. It actually... It did remind me, again, as I said at the beginning, why I originally liked him and why he was good television. And so I hope maybe it will be good. Yeah. I have a lot of concerns, but I should probably (laughs) withhold judgment until we watch it and see how it is. Stick around. We're going to go through all the bios after the break. If you want to bring coziness into your life, uh, and I mean, who doesn't, (laughs) turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite luxe home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head-to-toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort, as their collection of ultra-soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. And their products make the perfect gifts, too. I would certainly love to be given something from Barefoot Dreams. I just acquired the robe, and it is, like, the softest robe I have ever put on my body. It's so cozy. It's so warm. It's beautiful. It has a nice drape and weight to it. I wear it whenever I have the opportunity. I just want to wear it constantly. And I think everyone should have that kind of comfort and coziness in their lives. For Love to See It with Emma and Claire listeners, you can get 15% off of your first purchase at barefootdreams.com. 
with the code LTSI15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams' soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And 
the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, Claire, it's time. We've got to go through all 29 of the women who will be racing in the race. Uh, Racing. (laughs) Racing toward toward Ari's. Ari's heart on a journey around the track yes to the finish line which of, of them will be marriage driving circles around <laughs> the others um, i need more racing terms other than just like racing there's a flag i grew up in indiana and i know nothing about nascar this is embarrassing. you yeah you have this like is our your state pastime this is you know what your midwestern roots were supposed to do for us. I'm sorry. I did really absorb the rules of basketball. It, Which is it different? Is it different? I think so. Than a race says, car? Nick says he's not a NASCAR driver. I'm so sorry, everyone. Tell <laughs> me. Okay, so there's like a lot of ladies who are on this right. show and they all <laughs> say they want to marry Ari because he's very manly and hot and also like very genuinely wants to settle down. Yes. Um, Overall impressions, glancing at these bios. One, the photos are significantly improved this year. They did a gray background instead of a white one, a lot more natural light. They don't look like wax figures. Yeah. Someone told the photo team behind these to take it a lot easier on the blur tool on their their pores. Um, They just look much more like... People. The people that we know they will turn out to be. It's always a weird thing on the show that they look like these wax figurines and then obviously they show up and they're beautiful women. So they did a really good job with that. I was also kind of pleasantly surprised by the ages because most of them are not under 25. How many 
I are would, under 25 because there's only okay he's 35 36 at this point he just turned 36 there are more than a couple women who are 30 year old there are six and there are I mean, I think most of the women fall into the 25 to 29 age range yeah which I think it's about the same age breakdown that we normally get I think it's I think always the 30, same but I think then again there are more women than we usually have 29 is a lot yeah, I feel like every season they've been upping it to yeah. around 30 now. Um, so, yeah, the the ages are basically what's to be expected with a few more um, 30 to 32. Yeah. Uh, and there's no weird jobs this year. I don't know. I don't understand why they got rid of that. Maybe they figured it was too much of a tell. Like, if right. someone has a weird job, we know not to take them seriously. Right. It is still, like, I guess it just seems like it was such an easy way for them to give people to talk about what was happening this season. Like, oh, there's going to be a chicken enthusiast on this season. And they kind of just took away a very easy free form of publicity for themselves. But, I mean, I don't mind getting to know. They're like, women. we're changing the photos. We're changing the job titles. It's a whole, it's a new, whole new thing. Um, so we start with Allie. She's 27, personal stylist. She is extremely boring. But she is 100% adventurous, Claire. I mean, when contrasted with conservative, which is <laughs> not usually what I think of as the opposite of adventurous. <laughs> Absolutely not. I was That question does not make sense. <laughs> um, and... She like she li- she likes funny dates and she likes Nickelback and she likes Wonder Woman. I mean, every the, Wonder Woman was the dolphin of this season, which is, you know what? That's great. I, I I'll mean, take it's that. It's fine, but I'm just saying, liking Wonder Woman is kind of a theme. She thinks New York is romantic. She shouldn't I mean, just smell the trash on the side of God. the sidewalk during I mean, August. You're picking from cities in the U.S., not a ton of options. I think most people don't even think of Hawaii when they're doing this, but New York often makes an appearance at this point. Um, next is Amber. She is 29. She's a business owner, another business owner whose business is not specified. I love those. The important thing is that she owns one. Um, I appreciated her taste in lunch. She's a very eclectic group. Not in lunch guests, I should say. Um, If she could have lunch with three people dead or alive, it would be Kim Kardashian, Steve Jobs, and her grandpa. I have to say, I think those are bad choices. I just, like, I don't think that would be a great conversation. I think it would be funny to watch. What I think that Kim Kardashian would just, like, sit on her phone and Steve Jobs would like try to invent a new phone and then her grandpa would be like sweetie tell me everything that's been going on with you yeah that sounds entertaining <laughs> as an observer <laughs> to me like having lunch with your grandpa while two famous people sat nearby <laughs> um she is a former competitive dancer and she once held a python and she loves meryl streep i mean who doesn't yeah also i have a bone to pick with her choice of fictional character she wants to be ariel from the little mermaid so all I take from that is that she wants to make a man uh, marry her without ever speaking to him. She does like to sing, though, apparently. She likes that Ariel can sing. She, but for a good portion of the movie. Right, but then the rest of her life she, she can gets sing. to sing again. Okay. 
Um, no, uh, wanting to mar- be a fictional character who just like marries a hot cartoon prince is a big theme in this batch of ladies as well, um, which kind of contrasts with the whole we love Wonder Woman thing, but whatever. Um, next is Annalise. She is 32. She is an event designer. Um, and if she could be someone else for a day, she would be Tracy Ellis Ross or Miley Cyrus or Chrissy Teigen because they're so fierce and confident. And not afraid to be themselves and speak their mind. I, too, would be Tracy Ellis Ross or Chrissy Teigen. Those are pretty good choices. A little unconventional. Um, Also, I love the idea that, like, she has to be a famous actress or model or singer in order to be confident and speak her mind. Like, you could just do that now. Sure, sure. She should strive to emulate that. (laughs) Um. And she also would love to be a, a Disney character that has a happily ever after with the prince I'm or a former a race car driver named Ari. Um, and next is Ashley. Ashley is 25. She is a real estate agent. Oh, another real estate agent from Florida. <laughs> um, she... Uh, Loves old country or no country for old men, the family stone and super bad, which is an eclectic it collection is. of movies. She also thinks New York City is romantic. Great. Yeah. A lot of these women are like super boring. Yeah. I'm, sorry. I'm not even finding things to make fun of. It's like you. Yeah. Rooftop dinners sound great. I love that a lot of the women have listed things on their bucket list that are definitely like bachelor dates. They're like, I would love to like go on a hot air balloon ride. The surest way to not go on a hot air balloon ride is to say that you like hot air balloons. You need to say I'm deathly afraid of heights and want nothing to do with hot air balloons. Then you get the date. Exactly. Um, That woman who's terrified of deep sea uh, excursions is going to be taken scuba diving. 100%. 100%. Um, next is Becca Kay. She is 27. She's a publicist. Well, that'll come in handy. She'll be, you know. <laughs> I know. This is an obvious next career step for her. She can't live without chapstick, facial lotion, bobby pins, popcorn, and stamps. Those are not the things I would bring to a desert island, although chapstick might be helpful. Yeah. Popcorn at least is food. Stamps. Like, There's a lot of things you can do without stamps, I'm going to tell you. Like a lot of ways you can communicate. Maybe she send a lot of packages. Maybe she's a philatelist. Look it up. It's pretty (laughs) exciting. Um, Or maybe she's just really invested in sending personal mail and it feeds her emotionally in a way that she couldn't live without. But she could, I guess, live without paper and envelopes and pens, which would make it tricky. Um, That's one of my least favorite questions because everyone needs more than five things to live. Um, her top three things on her bucket list, hot air ballooning, grape stomping, and fall in love and own a house and dog with my partner. Is that just one thing? Apparently. <laughs> but if she can grape stomp and have a good life with a family, then, you know, she's got it made. Next is Becca M. Aforementioned with the short hair. Yes. She has no age. We've heard that she is 22. 22. She is a nanny. She's 5'5", and she is a rock climber. Yeah, we saw that in her package. Um, She likes binge-watching reality TV, which so I relate to that. Yeah, I think most of the 
audience can relate to that. <laughs> um, so it's a, a great play to her, her uh, target crowd here. She uh, hopes eventually to teach art or own an art studio for children. Well, she so, is a nanny. It's, I guess, nanny, combining, combining her two interests. big interests. I guess uh, I envision that as being like an art gallery for children, which is a little different <laughs> um, and probably not a great business model. Next, she also likes being the center of attention, which I wonder, <laughs> is that, you know, gonna, if you don't telling like us being something. the center of attention, definitely do don't. not go on The Bachelor. <laughs> um, next is Bibiana. She is 30 and an executive assistant and a she former great hair. NFL cheerleader. And eyebrows. And has great hair and eyebrows. <laughs> she is a former Miami Dolphins cheerleader, and she hates football, which I kind of loved. I I was like, love yeah, that. don't pretend to love the sport just because you're like living your best no, life. No, that makes me like her a lot, actually. And this is, I think, is my favorite answer of the entire set of bios. Would you consider yourself a lover of art? Bibiana says, "Yes. Wish I could be art." Let's explore that a little bit. I Does she want to be considered a work of art to a partner? Does she literally want to be turned into an inanimate object? Maybe she wants to be sort of like live her Sculpted. life in a way that it – maybe it's like a Pygmalion thing. Maybe she's like, I want to – be so beautiful that I am just a statue that has come to life. Or is this just her hand got so tired she, like, screwed up when she was writing all of this? Because they Maybe. do have to answer these by hand at the end of a very long day. I, it seems to me sort of like a kind of flippant response because she's answered a bunch of questions. And she's like, yeah, sure, I like art, whatever. And then, of course, she writes it's the something centerpiece of her bio. Left out. Um Next is – and we need to talk briefly about the terrible format that ABC puts these in. Every time we Why do you do this bios, to us? You have to scroll to the bottom, scroll through the list of women. Next is Brie. She's a sports reporter. She looks like a sports reporter. And – She wants to have lunch with Obama, which – same. And Audrey Hepburn and her grandma. And she would order a round of shots at lunch with her grandma and Barack Obama. You know what? I would like to watch Barack Obama take shots with Audrey Hepburn. It would be a great time. If you're going to order Barack Obama shots at lunch, you do not deserve to have lunch with Barack Obama. Like, I'm just I'm sorry. Like, this is a fantasy player. And she wants to win an Emmy. Yeah. Well, she she won an Emmy. It's her greatest achievement. Oh, her greatest achievement. Yeah. Oh, that's impressive. That would be great if those were her goals because her other one is putting myself back together after a heartache. (laughs) I can't wait to one day put myself back together after a heartache. Um, And she would love to be an NFL player if she could for a day, which is kind of a sad uh, gender-based wish. For the sake of her brain, I hope she's not an NFL player. That's true. CTE is real. I know. Um. And she also would love to go on a hot air balloon ride. These ladies are playing the game all wrong. Unless they're terrified of heights, in which case, good job. Uh, next is, I'm going to go with Brittany J. Brittany? 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 Brit- or Br- no, Brittain. I or doubt Brittany. it's pronounced Brittain. My guess is it's Brittany. Brittany. Yeah. Especially because she gets an initial. 
Oh, yeah. And there's another Brittany. That's Brittany. Okay, so she is 27. She is a marketing manager. She, If she could have lunch with three people, alive or dead, Whitney Houston, Bernie Sanders, and Beyonce. I love this. She and I think it's the other Britney have the best lunch selections. This is a good, you know, I keep, I've, I've know I've endorsed all of the lunch combinations, but <laughs> they just keep getting better. And this one is fantastic. I love that they're getting a little overtly political. Too yeah. At this point, I feel like 10 years ago, you would never see Bachelor contestants be like, I would love. To I have. admire any political figure. <laughs> yeah. Um, she wants to open her own wine and tapas bar. And she, her worst date was when um, a guy wanted to split the check with her, which is well, not he my most ordered for moment. her. Yeah, that's true. That's obnoxious. That alone would make it probably yeah. my worst date. Who do you think you are? Um, next is Brittany T. Brittany T is a thirty-year-old tech recruiter. She's a solid high pony, high half high yeah. pony. She's it's a, a bold styling choice. I love Brittany T. So she said, where do you meet guys? She says, the past two I've met have been through dating apps and they're terrible human beings. I relate so hard. Also, because she says, I don't. Dot, dot, dot. JK. <laughs> also, like, kind of same. Um, her favorite, or the most embarrassing thing she listens to is Everything is Awesome from the Lego movies. <laughs> and for her lunch date choices, Beyonce, Hillary Clinton, and Chris Evans. Same. I would same. just like to join her at that meal. Same. Um, also, I like that she specifies that she wants to be married in five years with two corgis. She knows what she wants. I and endorse what she wants it. Is great. Cute puppies. <laughs> corgis are freaking adorable. I also and you should go after your dreams, Brittany. I also just love the idea of Beyonce like shuttling from lunch to lunch with different like liberal politicians <laughs> and, and also an an actor and or someone's <laughs> grandparent. <laughs> Beyonce is like, listen, everyone wants me to come to lunch with them. What can I say? I mean, that's true. I mean, yeah. Um, next is Carolyn, who we met in an intro package as well. She's a 26-year-old realtor. She is waiting for a dog until she has someone to co-parent with. But she has a plant named Phil. Now, I just want to speak to this co-parenting a dog situation because if you want a dog, you should just get a dog. Like, I'm a firm believer in this. Don't wait for the right person to get a dog. I don't know. I think it's incredibly time-consuming to have a dog by yourself. And if you don't have—you could co-parent a dog with a roommate. But if you have to be the sole provider for this dog, your entire schedule revolves around this dog. Counterpoint, though. Let's say you co-parent a dog with a roommate. You guys eventually stop living together for whatever reason. Who gets the dog? Well, then that's why you just don't get a dog. Like, I, I actually don't think that this is a ridiculous thing to say. I'm just saying, if you do get a dog with a partner and you ever break up, that's a shitty situation. Well, you drop a prenup for that dog. Which is why I got my cat before I started dating Greg. So in case you ever divorce Greg, it's clear where your record. cat will be. I get the cat. <laughs> he tries to fight with me about this. And I'm like, no, that cat belonged to me first. I signed the adoption paper. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm just saying you got to think about these things. This is Claire's prenuptial agreement, right? <laughs> Post-nuptial well, agreement. I have no yeah. other assets. I'm sorry. It's just the cat. Um, and really, she's more of a liability. But okay. Cute she one. wants to have lunch with Vince Vaughn. I don't understand Why? her three people she'd take to lunch. Betty White seems great. 
I feel like she's really into like bad comedies. Yes. Because her three people are Vince Vaughn, Benny, Betty White, and Ryan Reynolds, and she'd want to go to a hibachi restaurant and pretend it was Betty's birthday. Like, this is like a scene from, like, a bro office comedy. And she's Accurate. like, I want to live that out. Which, you know, there are worse things, but I really can't imagine using my three lunch, three people to lunch on Vince Vaughn and Ryan Reynolds. She also sideways reveals um, that she both was a cheerleader and Miss Massachusetts Teen USA. And it's a real tragic story because (laughs) she had to put her cheerleading aspirations aside in order to fulfill her duties as Miss Massachusetts Teen USA. This is a classic interview response of – I'm just such a perfectionist, and that's my biggest flaw. It's The question is, describe a time when you stop competing in something. And she's, she's like— She's actually like, well, this is what I won. Yeah. And it forced me. I was so dedicated. <laughs> I only stop competing when I am burdened with such immense honors for my outstanding achievements that I simply can't continue to spread my talents over so many fields. Um, so good for you, Carolyn. You are very impressive. Next is Chelsea. She's 29. She's a real estate executive assistant. Um, And she wants to go to France because that's where fairy tales happen. (laughs) I don't know how to tell her how those fairy tales really started out. But um, (laughs) she is pretty boring. Like, I I don't have She played soccer. Cool. Yeah. And field hockey. I played field hockey. There's nothing wrong with playing you know, field hockey. Great time. I played soccer, but I was really bad at it. I mean, yeah, I'm terrible at sports, but it was fun. I, I have a varsity letter and everything. Oh, that's so that's that would be your highest athletic yeah, achievement. Yeah, yes. Honestly, it probably is my highest <laughs> athletic achievement. Uh, next is Jacqueline, who is 26 and a research coordinator. She admires her family the most in the world. Oh, she says her career is very important to her. She works for a psychiatry research lab and and she wants to get a PhD. Yeah. That's cool. Here's my two very different reactions I had to two of her answers. If you won the lottery, what would you do with your winnings? Buy a penthouse in Soho. Fair enough. Build a wild animal conservation in Africa slash India. Okay. Okay. And have a pet cheetah. Does she think Africa is a country? I bet she does. Or she's like, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. Um, And also, like, having a pet cheetah is not a great way to affect conservation, (laughs) nor is it very safe. Um, Next, she says, lunch with three people, live or dead. David Foster Wallace, Julius Caesar, with translator... And Thomas Jefferson. I kind of love this selection. It's kind of hilarious. It's so different from what everyone else puts. It's always like a dead relative. A, a celebrity. Star. Yeah. And then. Yeah. You know, these are some bold choices. Yeah. And I like this is if you could have lunch with three people alive or dead, you might as well go all out and get like some really big. She would learn a lot. Figures. She would learn a lot. Yeah. Um, she's really taken advantage of that opportunity. Um, so I have, like, extremely ambivalent feelings about Jacqueline at this point. Um, she could go either way. Yeah. 
Next is Jenna, who is sporting a lot of look in her photo. A lot of red lipstick. We're now getting into the blonde lashes. era. Yeah. A lot of blonde hair. She's a social media manager, which I kind of love because I think this is the it's the first time I can remember them being so open about someone having a career within, already within social media. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's sort of fun and meta. And she's 28. And she is also pretty boring. But she does say if she could be a fruit or vegetable, she would be a pineapple standing tall, wearing a crown and sweet on the inside, <laughs> which is different. Yeah. Uh, she likes Princess Bride, which yeah. who doesn't? Exactly. And she also, like everyone in the world, hates when her date stares at his phone a lot. Um, I'm starting to think a lot of these women are just going on The Bachelor in order to date a guy who doesn't have a phone to look at. That's what Kayla Quinn always says that she loved the most about being on The Bachelor. It's nice. Um, Next is Jenny. She has a feather tattoo. And she's a graphic designer. And she's 25. And she seems fine. Um, Yeah. She likes camping. I don't really have any (laughs) strong feelings. She's most afraid of picking the wrong person to marry, um, well, which is, I mean, I will maybe say you should exit the bachelor a lot of control over. But yeah, the bachelor is the, the wrong place to worry about that um, when there's only one choice. Yeah. And next is oh, no, Jessica, Jessica. I, I clicked the wrong person. Yeah, this is where the format of the website messes you up. It's hard to transition. Yeah, Jessica. She's Canadian. She's 26. She's a TV host, and she loves L.A. and Shonda Rhimes. Just like a lot of very straight down the line. She loves kisses. Opinions. So kisses are her favorite food. That's it's not food. You might need to like have a joke, Emma. And as she wrote, LOL. Just think she might need to get nutrients elsewhere in addition. I mean, she doesn't look like she's getting a lot of nutrients elsewhere, like most women who get to go on TV, but she seems perfectly fine. A lot of these women are just extremely. Basic. There's not a lot to break down. Just, I mean, and I mean, maybe that's what Ari's looking for. I'm not here to judge that. Um, Actually, 100% you are here to judge that. (laughs) And of course, as as soon as the season starts, I always like decide I love all of them. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you're great. Yes. Oh, no, no. (laughs) The the bio breakdown is our basest, bitchiest selves. And then we just grow to love everyone, mostly. Mostly. Um, You know what? Even if I don't love someone, I'll probably like reevaluate them in, in a few months because that's what this show does to us. And even if I don't love them, I probably will still think they're all too good for Ari. Um, <laughs> I agree. And that's what matters here. Next is Kendall. She's 26 and she's a creative director. She is our taxidermy fiend. And she wants to be a bat, which is an interesting choice of if you could be any mammal, animal, any animal. Yeah. Um, her sister said her spirit animal was a bat because she sees beauty in dark things. Bats are not renowned for their sight, but they do go out at night, so there is that. (laughs) She once drove a car off of a ramp and through the caboose of a moving train, which I need a lot more background on. 
Like is she a is that a woman? stunt? Right. It sounds yeah. Like, it sounds like it. She is a creative director, which could mean a lot of things. Um, um, like yeah. Maybe, so I guess taxidermy is in fact her side gig. I don't think that she does taxidermy. I think she, she just, just collects likes it. it. Right. Her ex gave her an alligator hand holding an iron heart in a jar. And this is the most romantic present she's ever received. It's hard for me to envision that. Yeah. I know. I was trying to put all the different parts <laughs> together. Like, what is the base? Like, Right. I was like, is it just knocking around in the jar? Is it like a decorative jar? I hope so. Or did he put this alligator hand with the iron heart uh-huh. into a jar? It's unclear. I would like a photograph. Yeah. Um, I hope she brought brought props to her intro. Um and she wants a mate who looks like he can survive a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Which I think is probably just a shorthand to knowing that he could survive a zombie apocalypse. Next is Crystal, who we got a little glimpse of in the preview because our our pixie-headed nanny is explaining to Crystal that no one wants to be around her. So clearly there's going to be a little friction involving Crystal. She's 29 and she's a fitness coach. And she really likes unicorns. Dear Lord. those who believe in magic will find it. She's how good of a cook is she, Claire? Thebomb.com. It's actually written as <laughs> thebomb.com. The bomb. Um, I've never seen it spelled out that way before. <laughs> um, what are you most afraid of? Unused potential. I bet if they asked what I'm her favorite so bored. book is, Claire, I'm it was so like a bored. Tim Ferriss book. Um, okay, let's see. We're getting into the Lawrence. Lawrence, all four of them. Four Lawrence. I think that that's the same number we had on Ben H's season. Because there was Lauren, Lauren H, Lauren H, Lauren B, Lauren B, LB. LB. Was it just three? Was it just three? It might have just been three. Um, but we have another Lauren B. There was a Laura is what I'm thinking of. She was the one who wore the same dress as Lauren B. Um, Lauren B. is 25 and blonde, so familiar already. She's a tech salesperson. She even calls herself basic. This is an amazing series of answers. What is the most embarrassing thing you listen to? T-Swift, so basic. If you want to be a fiction, if you could be a fictional character, who would you be? Elsa from Frozen. Wait, that's not basic? Like, I'm sorry. Maybe Taylor Swift is just, like, the kind of person you are. I'd rather you want to be Elsa than you want to be Ariel. I guess, but it does imply to me that you kept watching Disney movies for kids long after you were at the appropriate age. I love Frozen. It's a great movie. I'm judging you. <laughs> I've never seen it. It's delightful. I don't watch Disney movies unless they came I just out watched when that I was one. a kid. That was such a phenomenon. <laughs> it's great. See, I still feel like I would rather be Ariel than Elsa because I'm like, that's an attachment from my childhood. That's true. I did uh, watch The Little Mermaid every single day when I was three years old. Every day. Wow. Yeah, I was obsessed with it. So I have an affinity for her. I'm just as Netflix might say, Emma, who hurt you? <laughs> Is that already? That's already a little that's outdated. Al- it's, yeah, it's already dated. That yeah. that joke was yeah. I'm sorry. Um, Next is Lauren G. She is 26 and an executive recruiter and I think has one of the most absolutely stunning portraits of any Bachelor she contestant I've ever seen. She has a good little like, head tilt. She has great dimples, dimples, eyebrows. Her skin is just like radiating a glow. 
Um, so that was mostly the thing I registered for Lauren. And she wants to be Oprah. I mean, that's... It's a great call. Yeah. Start as an executive recruiter. Next step, Oprah. Um, and she loves This Is Us. And she'd like to dye her hair purple, wow. including a very light lilac. A lot of women on this uh, cast of women want to do that really trendy pale silvery lavender color but clearly if they were the kind of woman who did that they would not be on the show <laughs> can you imagine like, no. one of these women having lavender hair well if she did she would last one night yeah um next is lauren J. lauren J is 33 she has a master's degree is i think this is our oldest person um that sounds right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Fucking washed up. Her lifelong goal is to be neat, but she is not. So, you know what? I get that. <laughs> I too wish I was a naturally neat person. Yeah, but we can't have it all. Um, and her guilty pleasure is putting a legit body towel over her and ordering a pizza. No plates needed. To eat in bed. Respect. Yeah. I love eating in bed. That's the worst thing, actually, about not being single is that I used to be able to eat whatever I wanted in bed. And now it's like, oh, there are going to be crumbs. I'm like, and <laughs> whatever. Um, I used to eat in bed yeah, all the time. Yeah, my bed, my rules, my <laughs> <Yeah>. pizza. <laughs> Why compromise when you can eat a whole pizza in bed? Uh, next is Lauren S., she is 31. She's also a social media manager. Social media manager. Oh, there's two. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. Mm-hmm. Wow. They're going all in. She's got a very girl next door vibe. She's um, cute. And she would love to be an otter because everyone loves you and you just swim around and cuddle all day. She also and avoid be- predators. thinks that liking Harry Potter makes you a nerd. Everyone likes Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> you got to like, dig a little deeper for that nerd cred. Literally the most popular series of books, like, in the history of the world. <laughs> um, and she, she would love to be like, anyone in Taylor Swift's Girl Squad. She doesn't even want to be Taylor Swift. She just wants to be close. Because she's eclectic. Yeah. And if she got to see Hamilton, she'd die. She's such a theater dork. I mean, Hamilton's great. <laughs> Everyone loves Hamilton. I mean, Hamilton is great, but... Um, she also would be avocado. <laughs> it's the perfect food. I mean, she seems perfectly fine. She just is definitely... Yeah, those, I like I like all of these things, she's too. One of those I like cities and J.K. Thinks, Rowling. It's just, I'm like, yeah, and every other white woman. <laughs> right. She just is one of those people who thinks she's really weird because she has traits that everyone else has. Like, you know, she's like, I don't know, I'm just really weird. It's just like, sometimes I just like to chill on the couch and watch reality TV. I just you know, eat I'm just avocado toast like and go to Hamilton. Yeah. I mean, I'm so nerdy. It's weird. Like, I don't know, like, other people maybe aren't like this, but I love to just take an avocado and mash it up on some toast and, like just sprinkle with some feta cheese and like I just so good and like it's confession like I've reread the Harry Potter books like at least twice whoa it's, yeah I'm just so crazy I'm so nerdy I just like don't get read it books because weird like... <laughs> um and next is Wait, and it's taking too long to Mikkel. scroll now Mikkel is our the wedding photographer photographer 23 23 
Um, and she is from American Fork, Utah, which is a great name. I didn't know that that was a place that existed. Me neither. You learn something new every day. <laughs> Thanks for the education, Bachelor. <laughs> she got to answer which non-U.S. city is the most romantic. Yeah, and everyone always says Paris. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't like it when her date doesn't feed her. Hashtag hangry. I also like to eat. Um, <laughs> and next is... Marique, who we also met in her intro packages. She is the 27-year-old restaurant owner, and she likes to be mysterious. <laughs> um, people always make incorrect assumptions about me, and I'd rather they not have me confirm those, which is hard for me to parse. <laughs> but why doesn't she just correct them? I guess, okay. Or she worries if... If people assume she wants to be the center of attention. I think she's saying, I enjoy being mysterious. People make incorrect assumptions about me. But I guess she's, like, okay with that. She'd rather just, like, let them have those incorrect assumptions. Oh, I see. And be mysterious. I'd. Sure. Or maybe she doesn't know what she wants. And she's just trying to express all of the things. She's also into, like, 90s, slightly scary movies, Beetlejuice and Practical Magic. Yeah. And she also wants silver hair. And uh, her favorite actor is Meryl Streep because Meryl Streep. I respect that answer, actually. People are just loving on Meryl Streep this year. I mean, it's the least controversial actor to say you like. Yeah. It's kind of a weird question because, like, everyone's going to say Meryl Streep. You have to pick one. Obviously Meryl Streep. Um, even the people who say, like, Brad Pitt, I just assume that they think actor has to be a man. If they knew it could be a woman, they would be like, oh, Meryl Streep. Um, next is Nisha. Nisha is 30, and she's an orthopedic nurse. Oh, Nisha is the one who we saw who loves gunshot wounds. Right, blood. Loves blood. Yes. And she um, ha- went skydiving. That was another thing that we saw. She went skydiving for her 30th birthday. And she loves 80s horror movies and Scandal. And I love her. If you could be a fictional character, she picks Mulan <laughs> or Willy Wonka. I, I love her explanations. <laughs> Mulan because she pretended to be a, ma- a man and went to war. And Willy Wonka because he had his own chocolate factory. Yeah. Like, I relate. Two very different <laughs> lives you're envisioning for yourself. One is like really hard and horrible, but then like. But also honor. like transgressive. Yeah. And the other one is like, I am surrounded by my own candy. Yes. And I would probably go with Willy Wonka <laughs> yeah, personally. Same. I just know my own limits. But she's a little more boundary pushing. Next is Olivia. She is a 23-year-old marketing associate. And she... Uh, Loves Sunflowers and Fifty Shades of Grey is her favorite book of all time. Olivia. Olivia. She's just such a nerd. No, that's the wrong one. (laughs) We need to talk. We need to send you some books. Oh. Expand. Expand your world. She's so young. But she also. But Fifty Shades of Grey is your favorite book of all time. I, I get enjoying it. I don't even really I don't get judge. enjoying it. I did try to read it and it was rough. Yeah, I have I not I have never made it through, novels. but and I like I like bad 
bad books Honestly, and movies. If I, a romance novel has a title like When a Duke Takes a Bride, I will read it. Like, I am not that snooty about romance. It's oh, no, just I'm not. But I'm not even judging the enjoyment of it. I am judging that it is her favorite. Yeah. I can't. I can't explain it. Um, I wonder how she feels about Grey, Fifty Shades from Christian's perspective. Like, better than the original? Well, maybe we'll have to get her on the pod to hear her thoughts. Yeah. Um, next is Sen. We're, we're going with Sen, Sen, I think. Sen. Or Sin. 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 We're not sure. We haven't ha- been introduced to her yet. No one has said her name aloud. So yeah. we're going to... We're we're so sorry if we yeah. are butchering this name, uh, but we will find out how to say it and correct ourselves when we watch the first episode. Yes. And this makes us all the more excited to find out more about these wonderful women. She is 27 and a commercial real estate manager. A lot of like potential power real estate couples coming yes. out of this bachelor. That might season. be the most. Is that the most common profession? I think there's at least three. In the oh, in the in in this season, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and uh, I think we we saw a good amount of her in the promos, and she it loves elephants she and yoga. Can't live without her yoga mat. Although you know they did do yoga for millennia without a yoga mat, so might want to rethink that one. She her favorite holiday is New Year's Eve, which no one likes. New no, Year's Eve that is psychotic. It's crazy. How can that be your favorite holiday? It is always, it's the biggest letdown of any holiday every year. Everyone's the, like, New Year's Eve. And then the next day, everyone's like, that sucked. The only time I have a good New Year's Eve is when I like set my expectation that I go to one house party, don't try to do anything ambitious, and like have a nice dinner. Yeah. That's the only way to salvage New Year's Eve. Also, like, there's this horrible thing about New Year's Eve, which is that it's, there's a, a, crucial part of what it's supposed to be like that revolves around having a partner but then if you have one it's a huge it's like not that interesting it's like you have to kiss at midnight so then if everyone you don't just ends up kiss, feeling like shit right like you just you have someone to kiss what you kiss for a second like whatever you don't have someone to kiss and it's like oh i'm left out no one's benefiting You're like i'm from still that. surrounded by all these drunk people at whatever <laughs> place that i'm at cool Plus it's like we get to kiss all the time you know like whatever um, it's just such a weird holiday. But, you know, I do like the excuse to wear velvet and sparkly dresses. That's true. So that's the real upside. <laughs> uh, and champagne. Although I, you know, we can drink champagne whenever. I drink champagne all the time. Uh, next is Tia, our uh, Raven's friend. Our Raven's friend. Our, our Raven's. She's a 26-year-old physical therapist. She has an owl tattoo, which I kind of love. Uh, I mean, I'm going to withhold judgment until I see it. Um, and she would be a leopard or Olivia Pope. Seeing sure. A, a theme of like beautiful, powerful creatures, creatures, <laughs> creature person. Um, and she once went on a trip to Cancun to a swingers resort. 
I'm wondering if this is like, do you ever see those ads for like Secrets Resort? And I don't, it's like, I don't think Secrets is a swingers resort. But like, what is the deal with it? Because the <laughs> ad is always. I think it's just like a very weird, but like made for couples sex, like supposed to be like sexy vacation. But actually, you're just trapped at this overpriced resort. Okay. I'm just saying the ads are. They very are very sexy. It's like yeah. A couple I'm gonna... at dinner with another couple, and they're like, how was your vacation? And they look at each other, and they're like, we went to secret. Oh, well, we couldn't possibly tell you. And I'm like, why? Is it because you were swinging? Because. There is literally a TripAdvisor thread that says, is Secrets Resorts a swinger's place? <laughs> is it? <laughs> um, oh, apparently Huffington Post in 2014 published an article called Everything You Ever Want to Know About Swingers Resorts. This is why I need to read our own site more. Uh, Is Secrets Resorts a swingers place? Not in the least. It's a brand geared towards couples. I think the sexiness is like, we went to a beach and had sex. Ew. We, like, did it. I I feel like it's, like, just a sad attempt to re-inject some element of, like, excitement into the fact that you're in a boring couple. And it's, like, you might just, like, only have sex with each other and be all settled down and have like but a you mortgage. You could do it. But what if you did something beach. mysterious and sexy and like like went to an all inclusive and ate only the food that they provide you for <laughs> seven days. That does feel like a taboo <laughs> to me, to be honest. Um and he also loves Shark Tank because she doesn't even know why. She doesn't even know. <laughs> Who can explain why we love Shark Tank, you know? It's just intriguing. And that brings us to our last bio. Valerie. Time flies. Valerie really ends with a bang here. She's wearing like a gold lame top. It really shines. It does. She is a 25-year-old server. From Nashville. Is she our only Nashville? I haven't been paying close attention to the hometowns. She's the first one I've noted. Maybe she's not yeah. the only one. But I, I feel like we were on this upswing of Nashville bachelor people in Nashville. Yeah. Her greatest achievement was buying her first house in downtown Nashville before she turned 25, which just makes me so mad. That I, I feel so York. bad about my life right now. Ugh. Um, and she owns over 50 Halloween costumes. I just want to point out briefly that that is two costumes for every year she has been alive. Wait, where? Plus. But like, where are they? Where does she keep them? Her closet. You should. How see big my is closet. her closet? I mean, I'm upset. Yeah, she's a house. She's a she whole house. She probably has a special Halloween closet, like in 20. I would dresses. if I just had my own large house by myself. <laughs> I'd have a walk-in closet dedicated to something themed. Yeah. Mine would be dedicated to sweaters. <laughs> would they be hung or folded? Well, they would. It would depend on the sweater, and then it'd be like know, a mix of. I have shelves and also and also those, like, hang- yeah, padded hangers. Ooh, yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. I approve. Thank you. Your sweater closet <laughs> would be quite cozy. It would. You could set up like a little poof in the middle. It would double as like a boudoir. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be like, I'm sorry, I can't talk about this right now. I have to go cuddle with my sweater. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, and Valerie is the one who is terrified of the deep ocean. There's so much that we don't know about the deep sea. I don't want to get eaten. There's a lot of people who know a lot of things about the deep sea. 
There is a lot we don't know, though. She's correct about that. And I appreciate that viewpoint being represented (laughs) in the Bachelor cast bios. How deep does she think that, like, they would make her swim, though? Right. The parts that we haven't explored fully are not the parts. Right. Like, she wouldn't be anywhere near those parts. I I guess that was my feeling. Right. Like, I think she's conflating, like, the kind of ocean on the continental shelf that you might scuba dive around on a bachelor date and then the really deep drop-off ocean where there are, like, creatures that live that never see the sun and we don't know what they are and they live off of, like, different kinds of chemical reactions beneath the rock. I saw Planet Earth recently. (laughs) I was not not high. Um, so yeah, I relate to that fear, but I think she's probably not. I think she'll be okay. I think they certainly will make her go on a scuba diving date though. I support that. Um, and that brings us to the end of the season's Bachelor. Wow. We, we made it for now. Can't wait to find out some things about these women that don't have to do with whether they like Scandal (laughs) or Beyonce or... Paris or Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I don't really feel like we gleaned that much insight from these. I'm not going to lie. I don't really have any strong feelings about any of them. I wonder if there is an element to which we, not us specifically, but the audience and our dissection of cast bios has begun to influence the women filling them out. Cuz I think I mean the the show also has a lot of leeway to pick and choose amongst the answers, so maybe they're just playing it safer. But maybe they have less to choose from because these women come in knowing that they're going to be dissected a million So they're like, ways. I might as well just not write anything that feels right. off the wall in any capacity. Exactly. And, like, my most daring thing is going to be, like, once I went to a swingers resort or I signed up for The Bachelor. Look at me. I'm crazy. Um In which case, like, I'm sorry to the world that we contributed to making Bachelor bios more boring. But um, the real fun is the show, and it's coming back New Year's Day. No rest for the wicked. None. And I won't even be in the country when Mm -hmm. it returns. So They did um, that on purpose. They told me. (laughs) It's so rude. I'm offended (laughs) that they did not make the Bachelor schedule around um, the— when my friends schedule their weddings. It's extremely rude. It was extreme. And I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry. But I will be back in the saddle for episode two. Yes. And I will be holding down the fort episode one um, with a guest. Don't worry. It won't be just me talking to you the entire time. But um, January 2nd. Can't wait. Here we come. <laughs> and that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our producer, Nick Offenberg, and our lovely listeners, all of you, for hanging in there during the off-season. If you haven't yet, remember to find Here to Make Friends on Apple Podcasts to subscribe and give us a rating. That way you won't miss any of our episodes once we fully start up again. We're also on Facebook, so please like us. You can find us both on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emily Rose. or you can send us an email at heretomakefriends at huffpost.com. We also have a new podcast at Instagram, which we're getting up and running. You can follow us at Here to Make Friends Pod. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in the new year to recap a season of Ari.
Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 